Welcome to Dark Mode, the podcast that brings you sage advice from two technology experts. And that's not just what we call ourselves, it's what our moms tell people when the cat breaks the stream setup. I'm your host, Luke Miani. And I'm your host, Noah Rubin. On this show, we take questions from listeners, attempt to answer them to varying degrees of success, and maybe even have a laugh or two along the way. And also, sometimes on this show... um, Cats unplug our capture card, and we have to start over again. But she's still here. She's still staring at me, waiting for her moment to pounce. But I think I've managed to get us back on track. I think we're good. And, you know, that's the first time That's uh, the first time that something this bad has happened. So I think, uh, I think we're doing all right over here. It's the first time in... What? How many episodes have we done now? 32. Yeah. That's the first time in 32 episodes that we've had to restart for technical region, reasons or restart it at all. Yeah. And I think I think that's pretty impressive. Don't you think, Rosie? She, think, she agrees. I think that's pretty. And you know what? For those of you who can't see her, which is all of you, my 19-year-old cat Rosie is, is sitting in front of me and might have murdered our first take. Well, that's all right. You know, we'll leave we'll leave possible. this uh, we'll leave this issue in twenty twenty one, and uh, and we'll start fresh uh, in the new year. Exactly, I like that attitude. Now, one of the one of the things we wanted to do for today's show, because it's the last episode of twenty twenty one, is we want to go through everything that came out this year from Apple, and reflect on was it good was it kind of stupid what would we have changed something like that and this is all you know this is all r&d essentially for i think my last video of the year which i'm planning on essentially being like an apple tier list and like going through and ranking everything ranking everything but for this show i think we should go chronologically yeah. And John here John here in the chat says that we need a rosy cam. I think that's definitely accurate. I guess I'll here, let's let's see if Rosie wants to come up and, and say hi. Okay. Rosie, come say hi. Oh no. <laughs> she still looks pretty murderous. Pretty not not on. quite as much you as wanna before, say something? But, oh oh, oh. So Rosie, what, what do you, you think, think about uh, about Apple's twenty twenty one lineup? Not much to say, you know. Not that's a lot of that's a fair point. What do you think? It's a fair point. Mm. Oh, you know that that's actually a really interesting point, Rosie. I'm glad you brought that up. I think not a lot of people are are talking about that. Oh, <laughs> now that's interesting. Okay, I hadn't really considered that. What do you think, Noah? You know, do you think Rosie's barking up the right tree? Uh, well, you know, I it's it's uh it's not not uh never really thought about it in that way, but uh you know, it makes makes a lot of sense. It's very uh It really does. I think we should we should have Rosie on uh, every week. I agree. Rosie is I mean, she's actually a semiconductor expert. That's what she does in her spare time when she's not attacking live streams. That makes sense. That makes uh Makes a lot of sense, yeah. And she, she's the best at what she does. 
She really is. Um, also, Sharon, I have to <laughs> I have to point out that the way that I hold Rosie is very intentional because whenever she is picked up, her legs become like sticks and she sticks them straight out. So you have to hold her facing outwards. If if she's facing you, she attacks. <laughs> so it's all it's all been finely tuned. But yeah, so now she's once again returned. She's sitting this time though far away from the HDMI, so we should be good for an uninterrupted podcast. Okay, good. Let's find a list here of everything that Apple released in 2021. I'm trying to find a list. You know, if I, if 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 we were good at our jobs, we would have already had one. But there you go. That's the level at which we operate. Wow, that's that's not as long of a list as I thought. But I guess that's it. Wow. How many products do you think Apple released this year? When we say products, do you mean like, um, like does the 14-inch and 16-inch MacBook Pros count as two products or one product? Oh, good question. Um, let's count that as two. Hmm. Well, let's see. I'm trying to remember what we had because I know we had the events. Um, we had like the, the event that had the air tags in it. And uh, and the HomePod Mini was with the iPhone, but what was with the AirTags? I'm like totally blanking. Well, if I tell you, then you'll be able to just count. All right, fine. Then so you gotta you gotta ballpark it. You gotta guess. Right, I gotta guess. Fine. So let's see. And and for the purposes of this, I'll split iPhone 13 into two, like 13 and 13 Pro but not into four, because I feel like that's a bit misleading. Okay. Uh, let's see. So there were two iPhones. There was an Apple Watch. Or there were four iPhones, but we'll count it as two. Uh, there was an Apple Watch. There were the two MacBook Pros. Um, there was, what else was there? Like the HomePod Mini Colors. I don't know if that counts. It's not really a new product, but that was something they did. The AirTags. And I feel like there were a couple other things. Uh Jeez, I don't know. Maybe maybe there were like 10 products, something somewhere around there. I'm not sure, though. All right. Well, I think you actually did pretty well because the, the correct answer would be at least 10, but 13 if you count, you know, iPhone 13 and 13 Pro, iPad Pro 11 and 12.9 are two different things, and... The two different MacBook Pros. So I, my count was 13 okay. based on that breakdown. Let me shut my door. It just came open as Rosie exited. She knows how to use doors, by the way. That's very scary. We really got to gotta look out for that. Yeah, it is actually kind of freaky. Because you'll just be sitting around and it's like midnight. And then a door just slowly opens. And it's over Ugh. for you. Yeah, then you know it's curtains. Anyway, so 13 Apple products released in 2021. Sorry, I thought she was coming in again. I'm like kind of being haunted here. Don't worry about it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a slight feline haunting. 
You know, it's weird because I feel like. All right, let's. Can we get a poll? Actually, give me about a minute to to get going here, but we can definitely get a poll yeah. going. Because I feel like my my sense as a content creator who sort of like monitors comments and sentiments on different channels, you know, my comment section, Twitter, um, other content creators and their following. And I sort of like, I'm always kind of trying to get an idea of like what people are thinking because I like to include that in my reviews. I've sort of assumed that, that people thought this year was a little bit light. That was the takeaway that I've seen. Now, I don't know if that's a combination of my audience liking Macs, and we only really got the new MacBook Pros in terms of like big Mac news. Um, I don't know if that's also because the iPhone people had a light year this year, so maybe those two things seem to come together in that way. But what I want to know in this poll is if we go with 13 Apple products this year, do you think that that is above or below average for the past years? And I'm going to pick, let's say, let me see if I can find a Wikipedia of just like all Apple products. So we want to know, do you think 13 Apple products this year is above or below average? Yeah. Do we want to have... Um... Do we want to have an average just so we have above average, below average? Do you want like a just a average uh, option? Yeah. Okay. So. Let's 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 have it like fewer than usual, about the same as usual, more than usual. Okay. And um, to be clear, I'm gonna qualify products as like like electronic devices, so I'm not counting the polishing cloth that's like all of the little little things that go on a, on as accessories like a new magsafe wallet that's not like uh i wouldn't count that as a new apple product because that's not like something that got event time or a press release or like major attention well that polishing so cloth is revolutionary count, you can't count that oh out. you're right that's true i would count that i think the air tag counts but that's kind of like the minimum right yeah Anything below an AirTag doesn't really count as like a new Apple product in terms of the the common vernacular, I guess. Okay. But I do want to see here, looking at some of these other years. Uh, poll is up, by the way, if you want to put the link on the screen. Oh, yes. App dot darkmodepodcast.com that's the link that was also me putting it up myself but guess what boom there it is go ahead get over there to app.darkmodepodcast.com and that will allow you the viewer oh gosh this is this monitor is not scaling very well but oh well I'll share the screen it wouldn't zoom very smoothly, but here we have the poll. 
It's very small font. Oh my goodness. Try zooming. But it doesn't zoom. I mean, it's working, but now it's off center. Oh well, whatever. I'm Oh, I can't vote. Uh oh gosh. Oh, it's like I'll it's crooked. Reload the page, I think. That might that might fix it. It seems to have fixed it. Aha! There we go. Okay. Yay! Hooray! Nice. Live technical support with Noah Rubin. Thank you. I'm going to vote for about the same. And it looks like so far, not... Ah, that's weird. My impression of the YouTube and Twitter audience does not line up with the impression that we're getting of people who are watching the episode. Maybe that's because we actually counted and said it was 13, and then people are like, oh, that sounds like a lot. So we might have actually... We might have biased our response pool here. But I have a list in front of me here, Noah. All right. Thanks to good old Wikipedia. Gotta love it. That tracks every Apple like major announcement by year. And I'm actually a little bit surprised. So we'll start with 2010. Okay. Have you ever noticed that like 50% of the time people say 2010 and then 50% of the time people say 2010, but once you get to like 2011, 2012, people don't really say 2011 or 2012? You know? Have you ever noticed that? I never noticed that, but uh, I think you might be right. It's kind of funny. Uh, Huh. Because of course, like nobody said 2009 yeah actually i knew someone who said that and i was like that sounds so (laughs) stupid stop saying that that's that's not right but 2010 i feel like 2010 sounds fine 2010 also sounds fine but i would never say like 2021 that sounds goofy anyway (laughs) can you tell i have adhd (laughs) um in 2010 four five six seven eight 9, 10, 11 product announcements. Because hmm. I'm not counting like the Magic Trackpad as a product. So 11 in 2010. 9 in 2011. That's pretty low. And that, by the way, includes MacBook Pros early and late. Although I guess you could expand that to like 12 if you count 13. Well, there's 13, 15, and 17. So then I guess it would go to like 15 products in 2011. What if we go to somewhere like 2014? I feel like 2014 didn't have a lot of announcements. So the MacBook Air early 2014 came out. The 21.5-inch iMac A fifth generation mild refresh to the iPod Touch. I wouldn't even count that. (laughs) And then there was a MacBook Pro refresh that was incredibly minor. Then, of course, the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. And then the 5K iMac. An iPad Air 2 and the iPad Mini 3. That's a pretty light year, I would say. Yeah. The iPad Air 2 and the 5K iMac and the iPhone 6 
were all pretty big. 2015 had a bunch. MacBook Air and MacBook Pro, the Retina MacBook, the 15-inch MacBook Pro that came out later, the original Apple Watch, a refresh to the 5K iMac, the iPad Mini 4, the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus, the Apple TV HD, and the iPad Pro 12.9. That's a that's a pretty packed year with pretty significant updates. Yeah. The most significant, of course, being the butterfly keyboard that ruined everyone's life. Essentially. Yeah. So from looking at this, I think, I guess it really depends on how you count Apple products. It, it depends on whether you count an iPhone 13 mini, 13, 13 Pro Max, and 13 Pro. Whether you count that as two or four or one would would depend on it. But I think if we cut through all of that, our poll here, which has 53% voting for about the same number of products as usual, seems to be the correct answer, or at least the ballpark answer. Yeah, I think so. Because especially um, there was a good point uh, that this, uh, now we're in, um, Apple Watch and AirPods times, and if you go back a couple of years, you know neither of those products. A couple of years, okay. The iPad, the yeah. Apple Watch was what 2015, and the AirPods were mm-hmm. 2017, right? With the iPhone 10. So, yes. Um, so if you, you know, but if you go back before that, then there's two products, or I don't know if you count the Apple Watch, the two case sizes as different ones, or there's like the SE versus mm. like the seven, whatever. Mm. The point is like. If you compare now to the last couple of years, it's probably about average. If you go back before then, it's interesting because I feel like now there's more of those extra things, AirPods, Apple Watch, like AirTags, whatever. Um, but then back in the past, I feel like there were more, um, like like the Macs were updated more frequently and there were more like uh, options or things going on whereas like with the the apple silicon it's a little bit more streamlined i guess like we're not seeing you know two new ones per year and uh you know there used to be the 17 inch macbook pro now we only have two sizes or actually we have three sizes of macbook pro right now but uh we'll see what happens with that so i don't know it's just uh some it's interesting i guess i'll just say this that that, that some things have changed but i guess the total number of products has stayed around the same so kind of interesting yeah, that's true. And you know what? I think that really speaks to Tim Cook's strength as a CEO has really been building an ecosystem. Like, if you think back, and I'm trying to find this ad, under Steve Jobs, a lot of what Apple was doing was converting from the hub for your products to just having all of the products that you use in the first place. So I'm trying to find this ad. It's from like 2001 or 2002. And it basically, it shows the Mac, which was at that point, basically their only device. I think the ad predates the iPod. 
and they basically have the Mac as this central device that you can connect, uh, burn CDs, connect your camera, connect your printer, uh, all of these, connect your multimedia, your Walkman, all of those aspects. And it was sort of the hub for that. I think they even called the iLife suite the digital hub, which is really interesting because after that, Apple started to realize like, now wait a second, why not, why, why just be the hub for the multimedia player when we can make the multimedia player? And when we can also sell you the music rather than you being just the hub for ripping your CDs. Why don't we just sell you the song in the first place? Why connect your camera when we could make your camera in your iPhone? And I think that was really the the spark. And it starts with the iPod that just continually converts into a much more well-rounded um, it, it it goes beyond a computer manufacturer and into like probably the first example of big tech, even though that's kind of like a negative buzzword. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I didn't. I don't know if I've ever seen this ad that you're talking about, or if I did, I don't remember it. But that is kind of interesting to look at that and then see how they can like take you know you're like yeah like your mac does all that stuff and like they're really big on the ecosystem now and it's you know all of your products working together and you know handoff and continuity and whatever and and i guess that ad was almost like a like a precursor i'm sure they i'm sure they had thoughts like this at the time but they just didn't have the products and the technology to do it and now they do yeah exactly I really want to find this ad now. I think it was the iBook G4. And they they sort of touted the... Oh, I think I found it. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me share my screen here. I feel like I'm probably... I, I think I should probably mute this for copyright reasons. But take a look at this ad here. So we've got the glorious new iBook. A camcorder flies across the screen. I think a cassette was over there. An MP3 player. A CD player. A digital camera. Oh, that was a PDA, right? So you see how they're positioning the iBook as the center of the universe of peripherals. And then they said, wait a minute. Why, don't, why not be the center of your universe when we could be the universe? Yeah, And when we look at the number of products that have come out this year, it's not Mac updates. When I was looking at that list of every Apple product by year, when you go back to 2009, 2010, even 2015, incremental Mac refreshes were the majority of that. Before 2015, you would get probably an iPod, or uh, an iPad, sure, iPhone every year, of course, and then the rest of it was little Mac updates. But now, like you said, no, we've got AirPods, we've got AirTags, we've got um, Apple Watches, we've got iPhones, iPads still, Macs still. It's a much broader ecosystem. Yeah, there's, uh, 
yeah, a lot of stuff. And then even, you know, like the like the cases and the MagSafe wallets and stuff. And they do and like the watch bands and they do like seasonal colors for the watch bands and stuff. And like, you know, you don't True. have to consider those as 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 products because they're definitely not at the same level. But Apple's doing because like Apple never really did that stuff. And I remember they did the bumper cases for the iPhone four that they gave out for the antenna gate issue. And I feel like, oh, was yeah. that the first time that they ever made like a case? Cause I don't remember them making a case ever. I don't know. You know what I, at this, we have to, we have to go on archive.org. I know we, we literally, we were like, Hey, let's make a video where we recap our things from 2021. And now we're here trying to go back and find the first, apple case but i really love using the wayback machine yeah it's where i do a lot of research for videos so let's go back and look at like the iphone 3gs for example and it can be a little finicky to use the wayback machine and it takes a long time to load but that's true i i can't think of an apple made case for um apple for an iphone before those those bumper cases which again you know that's why why make the device and let everyone else get in on the cases when we'll make the case too right yeah exactly like accessories wasn't even one of the tabs at the top of the website in 2009 yeah i think that was only recently i don't know about you but i do not see any I don't see any accessories. Yeah, I don't think they I don't see anything at the bottom. They may have used to sell third party cases even at that time, which they still do, but I don't think they ever I'm sure they did. I don't think they made and even, you know, the bumper case you can argue if that's really a case or not, because it only protects the sides, not the back. But I think that was the first like case that they made and now obviously they make you know i guess the magsafe cases now and and uh i don't know it's interesting it is very interesting and i okay here we go here's the apple store oh okay there is an iphone accessories tab here in 2009 let's see what's in here this is quite interesting oh wow look at this Huh. I'm not seeing any cases, certainly any Apple ones, but we've got Apple Care, the old power adapter. Wow, they charged $30 for that. Uh, they charged $30 for those earphones, those god awful sounding things that nobody liked. Oh, they have Nike Plus iPod. I had that a long time ago. I didn't even realize that they had. Look at this. Look at these in-ear headphones with remote and mic. I remember that. I that never had them. Made. But I do remember those. I don't even remember that. Eighty bucks. Golly, yeah, those were fancy. The Apple Universal Dock. No cases in here. So yeah, I think you were right. The iPhone four bumpers were the only. Oh, wait, cases and armbands. There's another tab here, but I don't imagine that. Oh, the okay, iPod, there's iPod socks. socks. That's uh, 
That's stretching the argument of a case because you can't really use the thing while it's in the sock. But. And certainly was not for iPhone. Right. I think the rest of this... And is... all of these other iPhone cases are third party. Yeah. So there you have it. Apple didn't... You know, this is... Apple was uh, three generations into the iPhone. And they didn't think, hey, what if we just made the case that we want the iPhone to look like, you know? Yeah. And that's, I, you have to give Tim Cook credit because he he really figured out a way to make Apple a much broader company. And that's what we saw this year. I mean, think about it. We had, I mean, here's everything that came out this year. The AirTag. The Apple TV 4K update, the iPad Pro 11 and 12.9 with the M1 chip, 24-inch iMac, the 9th Gen regular iPad, the iPad Mini, the Apple Watch Series 7, iPhone 13 and 13 Pro, 3rd generation AirPods, and the MacBook Pro 14 and 16. That's it. That was everything that came out this year. And what I find really interesting about that is there were only really two Macs. That's pretty rare compared to the Intel days where, you know, if I go back and I look at the timeline of Apple products for any given year, in 2013, for example, the MacBook Pro was updated, the MacBook Air, the iMac 21.5 and 27, uh, and then the MacBook Pro got another update, got two during that year, early and late 2013. And then the Mac Pro came out, the trash can. 2014, MacBook Air, again, iMac, again. MacBook Pro, again. The 5K iMac came out, and then the Mac Mini got an update. So up until 2020, pretty much every Mac got an update every year even if it was minor in 2014 the only thing that they changed were the processor frequencies <laughs> that's literally it <laughs> so not a big deal obviously but that is definitely something that we have to get used to now you know we got the new the new iMac, half of the new Macs we got this year had the same chip as the other ones. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And the iPads. And I want to say, um, this is something I've seen a lot when I've said, like, wow, Apple... Like, when we were in, like, September and, and whatever, and people were like, wow, Apple has only released one new Mac, and it's the same chip as before. That's unprecedented. We've never had that slow of pace and then people say oh well they're in the middle of the apple silicon transition as this commenter points out but i want to i want to say i don't think that we're going to be going back to everything gets an update every year i really think that much like with the ipad these chips are going to be two-year chips i mean look at the m1 it's already going into you know 2020 it's been a full year I think it's going to be probably fall of 2022 before the M1 gets a direct replacement. Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense. And, like, 
first of all, these chips are like really good, especially the M1 when you're talking about the more entry-level stuff. You don't need an update every year. But then also if you look back at the at the old, you know, 2011, 2012, 2013, 14, whatever, like those updates were so minor that like, yes, they were True. updating them, you know, even twice a year. Uh, but like mm-hmm. the updates were, were barely like if you if like there's no reason if you got like the early 2011 and then the late 2011 came out. I don't know if that was a thing or not, but like there is zero reason. Like I think was my 2011. I think it was an early 2011, right? Yes. I don't know. They basically moved the processor tiers. Like in early 2011, the 15 inch had a 2.0, a 2.2 or an optional 2.3 gigahertz Core i7. Mm-hmm. In late 2011, they made the 2.2 standard, and then there was a 2.2, a, a 2.4 for the higher tier, and an optional 2.5. Yeah, so... And then they also, I think, shifted the graphics. Again, another tier. Interesting. I mean, but the, yeah, the point is, there's there's no reason that you would want to up like it's i guess it's good that you know there's multiple refreshes and so you jump on to uh you know whenever you're ready to upgrade you just get the latest one and and it's newer and whatever but the upgrades were so minor that like if you had you know if you were if you were at it was late 2011 and you're ready to upgrade and and if the early 2011 were still the new computer versus you know they went ahead and released the late 2011 you wouldn't notice a difference or it'd be such a small difference oh yeah it, like it totally uh it makes sense that they're slowing down the pace of releases which is just that they're like releasing less frequently but like the it really doesn't make a difference but the i i think it makes a difference not in the case of the m1 but in the case of the M1 Pro and Max, because I think Apple slightly underwhelmed in some ways with the M1 Max. We I think we had a whole discussion about this, how it's not really faster than other CPUs at that price point, mm-hmm. and certainly than other GPUs at that price point. Now, it's... The the issue with the M1 Max is purely positioning, in my opinion. I think it's a technological triumph of a chip, but Apple is positioning it as the very best. And when you look at running, you know, outside of video editing, where it absolutely demolishes everything else, there are many, many places where the M1 Max can be beat for the same or less money. Yeah. Which is not to say that 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 the chip is bad by any means. It's not. And depending on what you do with your Mac, it's a fantastic chip. But with a 2-year cycle, that's kind of that's a really risky bet. You're really expecting to get a ton of mileage out of that chip. And I think there was a reason that Apple used to do up updates pretty much every like seven months because if you look at if you look at the macbook pro for example and we go all the way back to its inception right we had uh early 2006 and then late 2006 mid 2007 early 2008 late 2008 then there was a mid 2009 a mid 2010 
And then early 2011, late 2011, mid-2012, early 2013, late 2013, mid-2014. Are you starting to see a little bit of a pattern? I'm just impressed that you memorized like when all these Macs came out. I mean, of course I did. I mean, of course you did, but it's in still fact, impressive. In fact, when Apple broke that pattern was 2015. Because there was the early... 13 inch and a mid 15 inch and then there was no early 2016 it went to the late 2016 15 inch and then that's sort of where they stopped with the early mid stuff because they stopped doing updates as much than it was you know mid 2017 late 2018 mid 2019 or like early mid 2019 they kind of went a little off schedule there after that but it was every single year something happened to the MacBook Pro until 2020. 2020 was the first time where the flagship, the 16-inch, sat around, didn't get touched. It, it made it two years, almost a full two years. And, I mean, you and I and everyone here both know that... In September of this year, everyone was looking at the 16-inch MacBook Pro that they were selling for $3,000 and saying, that is a pointless product and nobody should buy it. And it, it's just not a good look for the company that's trying to sell you the best of everything when they're selling you a very obviously neglected device. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I would even say that the iMac, the 27 inches in that category. Oh, yeah. That's a neglected product right now. And I get Definitely. that they're in the transition, but if they're really going to. Like, think about it this way the M1 Pro gets to the iMac, let's call it March or April, right? That's what happened with, with the 24 inch. So let's say April, we get the 27 inch iMac with M1 Pro and M1 Max. At that point, that's a five-month-old chip. That's fine by industry standards. But then two years pass without an update. It's a two-and-a-half-year-old chip and a brand-new device. It's not going to be realistically competitive, right? We're talking about Alder Lake is coming out. AMD is constantly keeping up the heat. We've got NVIDIA gearing up for their 40 series graphics cards in the fall of 2020. And you're telling me that Apple is still going to be iterating on the M1 generation two years later. It's hard to keep pace in the high end at that speed. Yeah, I think, I guess to qualify what I was saying before... I definitely think for the Pro chips, they need to be updated more often because the Pro ch the pro level is where you're pushing the performance and it's where you need all of the performance. So those definitely need more frequent updates. I feel like for the more consumer stuff, it's kind of funny. I feel like for the more consumer stuff, you can, you can wait longer. Like for example, my 2018 iPad Pro is still just as fast three years later now than it was when I took it out of the box in 2018. And, you know, you take the iPhone yeah. and if you think about like an iPhone, you know, the iPhone 10, iPhone 11, put the battery problems aside. 
like the processors are still plenty powerful. And it's kind of funny because I think Apple probably makes more of their money from the consumer stuff because there's more people buying the consumer stuff versus the pro stuff, especially when you get up to the like the Mac Pro level, uh, like the really high level. But I think oh, I yeah. think Apple needs they need to they need to update the pro models a lot more frequently whereas something like the M1, you know, the consumer level stuff that that can, you know, two years, that's fine for that, honestly. Oh, yeah. I mean, the MacBook Air is like the iPhone right now. It's so far ahead in terms of speed and competency that Apple doesn't need to touch that thing. It's it's a year-old product, and it's still the best value. Yeah. That's a really, that's a, an amazing achievement because they didn't change the design. Yeah, they literally just printed out the same thing that they've been making since 2018, swapped a fan for a heatsink, and it's phenomenal. That's a R and D. That's an ROA, an ROI like masterpiece right there. Yeah, yeah. But a MacBook Pro doesn't have that luxury because, I mean, it, it definitely sounds pedantic, right? Because a lot of like when, when the MacBook Pro came out, that the consensus on the M1 Max is like. Most people don't need this. So why am I talking about wanting more horsepower? Why am I talking about wanting Apple to do better? And it's not necessarily about like, do I personally need that extra 20% year over year buying every single model? No. I mean, I'm going to buy all the Macs that come out to review them because that's my job. But do I need that? No. I use a four-year-old iMac Pro right now. And it's fine. It's not, not Apple Silicon, but it's fine. So it's not that it's it's not that I need an update every single year. It's that you're operating on an enthusiast level. A lot of people that have MacBook Pros or especially Mac Minis uh and Mac Pros are they tend to lean towards an enthusiast side or at least have a little bit of enthusiast like they have a, a little bit deeper understanding of the product. Mm-hmm. A lot of normal people will buy this, the 14-inch and the 16-inch for valid reasons. And those those entry-level models are well-targeted in that respect. But the high-spec stuff, the, you know, adding gigabit Ethernet on your Mac minis, a- adding MPX modules to your Mac Pros, these are enthusiast things and enthusiasts pay attention. And that's what we've sort of, that's what we talked about uh, the other day, how Apple needs to do better, not just to, you know, sell more products, but to have people's attention, really. Nobody paid attention to the MacBook Pro when it was the two-year-old Intel one. Now people are like, oh, wow, the new MacBook Pro is so good, but maybe they're actually going to go buy a MacBook Air, but they just, you know, it's on their mind. So it's 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 a it's not just about selling you know, the same product to the same person every single year, it, there's ripples and effects to that. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree. A lot of the, 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 the higher level, more most expensive machines are the ones that Apple needs to do the most work on to keep them going. And it looks like we have about 16 minutes if you're all right with going a little over since we uh had that technical issue yeah we can go a little over but i want to before we end i want to run through all the products and maybe we can just give our brief opinions and then maybe briefly talk about some stuff that we're looking forward to next year 
Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'll just go in chronological order. Yeah. AirTag. What do you think about AirTag? I think they're a nice accessory. They're not super overpriced, and they do something that no other accessory can do, um, or or they do it the best as far as you know having the giant network of iPhones. Yeah. I have one on my keys. I have another one that I have not even opened. I haven't even taken the the tag out. Uh, from the battery compartment because i don't know what to do with it um but i don't know i've used it once or twice to know if if i left my keys somewhere or if they were just in the house Mm -hmm. and i've played uh hide the air tag with my friends before which is actually pretty fun so i don't know oh that does sound fun yeah Mm. i i like my air tags i also have two because we split a four pack Mm -hmm. and um i put one in my wallet so that i can I've never actually used it to track my wallet because it's mainly a paranoia like, oh no, what if I lose my wallet? Yeah. But that fear prevents me from losing my wallet, so that's good. The other one I normally put in my car, which is somewhat redundant because my car also is GPS tracked, but then I'll really know where it is. Yeah. Um, and I also figured the AirTag is more helpful for finding your car in a parking lot. That's true, yeah. Because, you know, you can you can use the... Um, the app to to really get get to a very precise location have you done that before um i have once or twice that's kind of that's pretty cool actually yeah i thought that was pretty clever the other thing that i thought was clever was when i was on a flight i put it in my luggage oh yeah yeah so that i could make sure it was on the plane making the connection and i knew when it was getting to baggage check that was or baggage claim that was that's a big brain. If you're ever on a plane, once, you know, Omicron dies down a little bit and you can actually go places, put an air tag in your luggage. It's the peace of mind is fantastic. When you you know, taking off and seeing baggage with you, I'm just like, okay, cool. I can relax. It's on the plane. That is that is good. I like that. Apple TV 4K thoughts this was just a minor update to the i think they just switched the processor in the 4k right yeah 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 they went to the a12 which actually has a lesser graphics system than the a10x that it was on before interesting yeah i don't have any opinion i have an apple tv hd which was the apple tv 4 when it came out and i don't even use it these days because i have android tv built into the tvs in my house here um I like the Apple TV. I could never uh, have a reason to update to the 4K because there's yep. not that much 4K content. It doesn't make that big of a difference. And, you know, this processor mm-hmm. upgrade doesn't really do anything. So, eh. Totally agree. I also have an Apple TV HD, which I rarely, rarely use, especially now the Apple TV Plus, which is a service that I have that I enjoy. Um, Ted Lasso. They've got some good movies, and I don't use it all that often, but it's nice to have. But it's built in. I have LG TVs, and it's just in there. And to be honest, I think the Apple TV, for most people, is unnecessary because most TVs just have the streaming platforms in there. I will say I kind of hate all of the UIs that smart TVs use. They're clunky and often have like bloat on them and could be laggy so i could see why perhaps having an apple tv with a much cleaner smoother interface could be appealing 
but at the same time, I don't really care all that much, so I'm not going to spend $189. I think that's how much it costs when I can just hit the Netflix button on my remote and it does the same thing. Yeah, definitely not as relevant anymore these days. Oh, and I will mention the remote. They did redesign the remote. I never minded the old remote, really. It wasn't great, but like... You didn't? I hated it. I, I mean, it's it's a touch surface. I don't know. It's it's. I don't think it's that bad. I mean... I think the calibration was the problem because I could never scroll like one tile over. You can tap that, on it, it was the, always you can tap instead of swiping to move one at a time. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, see, I never minded it. The new one's really cool. <laughs> I tried out the new one in an Apple Store for like a minute, but it's cool because the it's still a touch surface, but there's also physical yes. buttons, which I thought I was like, how did they like? I like how that. do they deal with this if they remove the touch surface? But it's still a touch surface, so I like the new remote. I would never pay for one, even if I use the Apple TV. You can get the remote standalone, but it's it's like eighty bucks or something, isn't it? Like crazy expensive for the remote? Yeah. Just the remote is $80? I don't know if it's 80 but it's something like really – like go look, go see how expensive it is. I got to find this. And while I am, iPad Pro M1 11 and 12.9 inch is the next product. Um, I mean I have my 2018 iPad Pro and it's still just as good as the day I got it. I have no interest <laughs> in, in upgrading it and upgrading my iPad Pro. So I don't know. Oh my god, the Siri remote is 60 bucks. The new one's 60 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, no thanks. I'll just wait. I'm sure eventually it'll be at Best Buy or like um, TJ Maxx or something. <laughs> you know how there's always like w- random old Apple stuff, yeah. accessories at TJ Maxx? Yeah. I'll just wait for that. Yeah. But my thoughts on the iPad Pros are the same as yours. I think it's goofy. Uh, to spend that kind of money on an M1 chip that's not necessary for running iPadOS. I mean, long-term, it's great. When these are used, refurbished machines, it'll be a great value because you'll be able to buy a three-year-old device and get five more years out of it. True, yeah. And it will still feel just as smooth. It also, I guess you could argue, gives you some... Uh, it gives you some room should iPadOS become more useful in the future, but honestly, I wouldn't buy I wouldn't buy it for the future. Like I wouldn't buy an iPad Pro with the mindset of oh well, iPadOS will get better and then I'll be able to use my product. If I'm spending a thousand dollars, I want it to be useful now. Yeah, just wait and for the future. Yeah, like maybe the iPad will be better in the future too. So like, just wait for that. Yeah. If the future is what you're shopping for, it's pointless to shop now. Yep. Um, another thing is the mini LED. I'm underwhelmed. I have yeah. cat hair in my mouth. I'm underwhelmed by the mini LED on the iPad. They executed it much better on the MacBook Pro. Yeah, I don't. I I have no interest in the 12.9 inch iPad, and they don't have mini LED on mm-hmm. the 11 inch iPad. So that's just like completely out of the picture for me but when you showed it to me with like all that blooming it was uh it was pretty noticeable i think it's better like they i think software updates have made it a little better okay but it's still not great next up the 24 inch imac also an m1 chip 
but I think a really solid product. It wasn't the most exciting thing because like, you know, internally it was just like a Mac mini in a different shape. But I think for the money, it's a pretty good value. I mean, the base model is is what I have because I almost always will just buy the cheapest. That's my that's always my advice. You know, if you're unless you absolutely needs upgrades, I always just buy the cheapest. Yeah. And the cheapest iMac, you get 256 gigabytes of storage, 8 gigs of unified memory, a 4.5k display, 8 core CPU, 7 core GPU M1. Uh, you get two Thunderbolt. You don't get Ethernet. You don't get Touch ID, uh, and you don't get two additional USB three ports. I think the mid tier model at fourteen ninety nine that adds more colors, the eight core GPU, uh, the additional USB ports, as well as Ethernet and Touch ID. I think that's good for two hundred bucks. That's a sizable upgrade. But both of those models, I think, are a really good deal and a really good overall package with great speakers, high resolution displays. Um, that I think set Apple's desktops apart. They have always been uh, sort of more pixel dense than most other um, all-in-ones or or just standalone monitors, which I really like. So I I think the iMac is great. What do you think, Noah? I know you used um, when when that came out. We had two of them in the studio. Yeah, I think they're a great package and a great value i mean all of the m1 max seem to be pretty good like the macbook air and this imac and the the mac mini they all seem to be like pretty good value i really like the colors i like that they had so many options and i like that they're actually like really colorful and they're not like the super muted colors that you can barely see like in the ipad mini Mm -hmm. that we'll talk about and and some of the other products um i like the imac i'm not really interested in desktop macs for myself but i think the imac is a great package and i really i really liked that and by the way if you really like the imac you can get the base model for 10.99 on the refurb store that's insanely good value you could pay ipad pro money for an imac with a 4.5k display like all the the really great what do they call it the what do they call the sound spatial audio Mm -hmm. i've blanked on that one spatial audio the studio mic array whatever the camera the keyboard included which is not the case with the ipad pro for 10.99 for the base model or 12.69 for the mid-tier one insanely good value the m1s New and refurbished are just nutty. Yeah. They're nutty. They're so good. Yeah. Uh, And then in terms of... Oh, yeah. What's next? So next, that was all April. Now we're going all the way back to September. Big old tech drought in the middle. iPad 9th gen. Um, This was... By this time, you were in California, so you never get to hands-on with it. But I liked mine. I still have it, actually. I thought I was going to return it, but I didn't. Um, it, I mean, it's not flashy. 
It's not fancy. The display glass isn't even laminated, so there's a huge old air gap. Um, so it definitely looks old. It looks pretty ancient, but it's got an A13. It's got plenty of power for iPadOS, and it's $300. What more do you want? It is, I think, a really good value. Yeah, that was a solid, because they added um, they added the, uh, what's it called, the color? Center stage, yeah, the center stage true, tone. true tone. They added, do they add Apple Pencil support to it? um i think it already had okay that i don't know but they did they did a couple of quality of life improvements and you know i that's not my that's not the device that i'd be in the market for personally but it's it's a super solid device for 300 or like 329 or whatever like that's a yeah. super and now it has 64 gigabytes of storage which is usable oh, yeah. compared to 32 that it had before that's yeah that's a pretty great big. device very solid update next up I didn't want to rush you through that one, but we I feel like we're going to have some thoughts on the iPad mini, and we haven't even gotten to the MacBooks yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah. let, all right, let's speed this up yeah. here. iPad mini, you you returned yours. I did. Yeah, I was, uh, I was disappointed, I guess. Um, but it wasn't all the product's fault. It just, for me, I, I couldn't really fit it in, you know, because it, it, it sits between, you know, the phone and... And I guess the larger iPad or between the phone and, and my laptop, however you want to think about it. Um, but I yeah. couldn't really see how to fit it in because when I was trying to use it for like, you know, con like uh, like YouTube, watching YouTube or like playing games or whatever, it basically felt like I was holding my phone, but the larger size wasn't really doing me any good. It, it basically felt like it basically felt like I was holding the bigger iPad it wasn't like any more comfortable or, or that much lighter or whatever, but, but, mm. um, but yeah, obviously the screen was smaller at that point. I don't know. Not, uh, not my favorite thing. I think iPad OS looks kind of janky on there. There's like all those crazy yeah. big margins on the home screen and the colors were a bit disappointing. They're like super muted. You can barely tell, uh, you know, at least for the, I got the purple one cause I thought that would be cool, but it was like very muted. So, um, I don't know. Not my favorite product, but, uh, but uh, I don't know. I'm glad it got an update because it definitely needed one. Yeah, I really want to like the iPad mini. I still have it. I'm holding out. But I have to admit, I am I don't use it very much. Mm-hmm. It's been basically on a, whoops, it ran out of battery. Let me charge it up. And then I don't use it and it runs out of battery again cycle. Yeah. Um, I, I leave it on because I just, I really, like when it came out and it was new and fresh, I used it a lot. Because, I mean, it's adorable, it's super light, and it does have a large enough screen that, like, I did enjoy reading stuff on it and, like, web browsing on it. Because I oftentimes don't like mobile sites, and so that made mobile sites more legible or it used, like, an enlarged, like adapted desktop site and it I don't, it was it was kind of good for some stuff but uh yeah they really need to something software needs to happen to make that a better product also the screen is not a high quality part yeah um next we have apple watch series 7 i have negative zero thoughts on this i don't care um i think it's so funny that it that it came out and people were like wow this is a total last minute like slap and dash product and i just think that's hilarious we got to talk about iphone 13 and 13 pro 
I like them. Minor updates. It's essentially an S year, but I think it's really solid. Obviously, you're not upgrading from an iPhone 12 unless you're Noah because your job paid it for it, so you might as well. Um, or you're a YouTuber and you have to review it, so you might as well. But it's still a very solid phone. Yeah, ProMotion is super nice. Uh, I really like the Sierra Blue color. Um, other than that... Battery life is yeah. very satisfactory. Yeah, I mean, other than that, compared to the 12, um, there's not that much of a difference. And I'll just say really quickly about the, the Apple Watch is, um, yes, it was uh, you know very, very minor update, but I am looking forward to getting the bigger screen when I get the Series 8, presumably, next year. So... Yeah, I don't know, but I wouldn't get the Series 7. And as for the MacBook Pro, I feel like we've we've already kind of said all that there is to say on yeah. the MacBook Pro. It's fantastic. Apple needs to keep on top of their game and keep things going for it to stay fantastic. I think if they left it untouched for two years, it would be hard for, for people to go out and buy it. Mm-hmm. But the screen is phenomenal promotion and xdr and the resolution is a great combo i think it's unmatched in the laptop world they brought the ports back the cooling is much better and of course apple silicon works wonders i think i think the macbook pro has to be my s tier choice for 2021 yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. And I think it's the only new Apple product that I got and kept. Well, I guess the AirTags, if you want to count that. iPhone like, 13. Oh, the 13. That is that is true. Um, but yes, the MacBook Pro is definitely my my favorite um, Apple product for this year. It's super awesome. Every, you said everything already, but it's super awesome. Yeah. You know what else is super awesome? What? What's that? Ending... 2021 this is our last episode and in fact the last full week has passed of 2021 (laughs) right yeah i mean if starting tomorrow like or, or even today yeah oh yeah friday is new year's eve we almost have another full week not quite but we don't that's crazy a week from today we'll be on a week from today right uh, yeah, I mean, I'll... I'll You'll be yeah, here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. A week from today, I guess we were going to talk about what we're looking forward in, in 2022, but we didn't really get to that. So I guess that's what we'll talk about next week. Yeah. Um, because next week will actually be 2022. That's right, and everything will be A different. A year. The entire... Everything that you know will be wrong. The world is going to change dramatically in the next seven days. Mm-hmm. Just you wait. I really hope nothing terrible happens and this clip comes back to haunt me. Jeez, oh, now you know something's like, going to happen. Horrible, like cataclysmic asteroid strike or something, and people are like, "Oh, look at this guy. Oh, uh, he called it. Oh, uh, what a fool!" You know? Yeah. Well, I could see it. Well, that's going to do it for this year. See you guys next year. Remember when everyone in school would make that joke? Yeah, yeah. It's very funny. Oh, oh, look. We already have... See you in a year. See you in a year. Ho, 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 ho. Look at that. Forget everything you know from Bradley.
Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll see you in a year. <laughs> I've been your host, Luke Miani. I've been your host, Noah Rubin. Have a great night. <laughs>